Hey y'all, it's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. At the time of this recording, we have 12 days until Christmas and I'm recording at night. So it's almost, this day is almost over with. So it'd be 11 days until Christmas. And I hope that you've gotten all your shopping done. You're not stressed. I don't think that's what God would have us to be at this time. I think he wants us to take time to remember and reflect on the implications of Jesus being born and to spread that news and what Christmas means to us, to other people. So I hope that you'll take some time in the next 11 days to do that. So today we're going to continue on in our series on the book of Proverbs, and we're entering into the last section, chapters 25 through 31 is the last section. My study Bible has broken it up into three different sections, and uh, this starts the last section, which is Proverbs that are directly speaking to or applicable to people in leadership. And I think I've already established that at some point in our lives, whether we want to or not, somebody is going to be following us or we're going to be following somebody else. And so we need to recognize what a wise leader looks like to where either we're going to be that person or we're going to be following that person. And we need to make sure in whichever situation it's the right thing to do and Either we're leading in God's direction or we're following a person who is going in God's direction. So funny story. I may have to apologize if any of my high school teachers are listening. Um, but we used to play this game in our classes, our classmates. Kind of a follow the leader type game, but it was so distracting <laughs> when we we're supposed to be learning. But what we do is before the teacher came in to start the class period, we would decide we would name a leader um, for that whole class, however long the, the class period was, whatever that person did, the rest of the class would do it. It didn't matter how subtle or how extreme it was. You know, whether it was taking his textbook or, and putting it up in the air and then everybody doing that right in the middle of the teacher's instruction. I think one time this, dude fell out of his seat and so we all had to fall out of our seats. I do apologize any teachers that are listening. I was a not a very good student sometimes. Uh, we all got a good laugh out of it but were we really doing what we we're supposed to be doing? No not necessarily. So we had to be careful who we follow but for that game it was important to pick somebody who was willing to go to the extreme to get a reaction out of the teacher. But that may be neither here nor there. But what we do want to realize is that leadership, those who lead, it's an important job. So we're going to discuss chapters 25, 26, and 27 in this episode. And it starts off, verse 25 in verse 1 says, These are more proverbs of Solomon copied by the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah. And so I was intrigued about who this Hezekiah, who was king of Judah, what was he about? What kind of leader was he if he prompted his men 
to write down these Proverbs. I'm sure he, he was a descendant of Solomon, so he had heard these passed down, more than likely. His story is found in 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles. I'm going to read the summary of his life out of 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 3 and then 5 through 7. He did, this is Hezekiah, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was none like him among all the kings of Judah, either before him or after him. He held fast to the Lord and did not cease to follow him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses, and the Lord was with him. He was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. So the interesting thing about Hezekiah is that he led the way in calling out wrong, calling out the idol worship that even his, his own father had promoted and participated in. He did something about the wrong to right it, and then he led his country in repentance over those wrongdoings. He led the country in worship and of making sacrifices, and he led in giving to the work of God in his tithes and offerings. But what's interesting is that at the end of his life, as you, if you go back and read in Second uh, Kings and Second Chronicles, he had a moment of pride that is ever recorded in forever in Scripture. He repented of that, but pride got a hold of him. And in chapter 25 through 7, it is a warning against pride. So leaders, people that we follow, we need to be aware of pride in our lives. Is there some somewhere that's hidden? Ask God to reveal that to you. Some other things that we need to know about leaders in chapter 25, verse 13, tells us to treat those that we lead with respect. Verse 14 encourages that if we make a pledge as a leader, we follow through with it. Verses 21 and 22, and also Romans 12, 20, encourages leaders to treat your, quote, enemies or opponents with kindness. And then in verse 26 of chapter 25, we are to be aware of the temptation to compromise. Chapter 26 goes into things that leaders are not. So leaders are not these people. They are not fools. Verses 1 through 12 talks about fools. A leader is not a sluggard or lazy. We find that in verses 13 through 16. A leader is not a quarrelsome person, prone to argue. That's in verse 17 through 21. A leader is not a gossip. Verse 22 tells us that. And then verse, verses 23 through 28, a leader is not a malicious or evil person. That brings us to chapter 27. And chapter 27 lists throughout these verses the assets of a leader. So a good leader is going to have humility. We see that in verses 1 and 2. A good leader is going to be self-disciplined when it comes to any grievances against him or her. That's in verses four, 3 and 4. A good leader will have friends who give hard love. That's in verses 5, 6, and 9. 
And what I'm talking about is identifying blind spots. Good leaders have given permission to people that they trust that's going to come to them in a loving way and tell them some very hard things in an effort to help them grow as a leader to become a better person. Okay? A good leader has mental sharpness. We see that in verse 17. A good leader is prudent, sees a situation clearly. We see that in verses 10 through 13. A good leader honors those who serve under him or her. And we see that in verse 18. And then in verse 21, tells us that a good leader works under conviction, not for praise of man. And finally, a good leader is a responsible steward. And that's in verses 23 through 27. My study Bible notes says, because life is short and our fortunes uncertain, we should be all the more diligent in what we do with our lives. We should act with foresight, giving responsible attention to our homes, our families, and our careers. We should be responsible stewards like a farmer with his lands and herds. Thinking ahead is a duty, not an option for God's people. And I want to wrap up today with Colossians three seventeen, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And verse 23, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord and not for men. So leadership is a job that not all people can do. But if we are a leader or find ourselves in a leadership role, whether at work, church, in our home, we should do it at our very best level because we're not working for anyone else except for God, as Paul tells us here in Colossians. So do it and do it well, and God's going to honor your efforts. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the opportunities that you give to us to lead. God, you entrust us, some that are listening, probably all of us that are listening, if we're even, if we're parents, you've entrusted us to be leaders in our homes for our children, to disciple them. I pray that we would do that wisely. God, give us the wisdom that we need for those who are listening who have leadership roles in a church or in a work setting. God, I pray that they would remember that they are not working for their boss, someone higher up than them. They are, and they can honor them, but they are ultimately working for you. And may we allow that truth to motivate us to be wise leaders, to be fair, to treat people with kindness as you would treat them, because that may cause someone to ask us, what is it about us that's different? God, thank you for the godly leaders in my life. Give them the wisdom they need each and every day to continue to lead. I pray all of these prayers in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to look at next week, Proverbs 28, 29, and 30. So if you want to go ahead and check those out in this coming week, and then we're going to finish out Proverbs and 2021 
and Proverbs 31 in a couple of episodes. So I hope you look forward to that as well. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you again next time. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.